from downtown Trifecta. And welcome to the part-time sport podcast where sports documentaries are our part-time job. We're up and at them. I'm Dylan Thomas, and with me, as always, at a socially distanced capacity, is Cal Monaghan. Hello, Cal. Hey, Dylan. Hello, followers. Ooh. We, can we call them followers? Yeah. It's followers. Yeah, cult followers. Cult followers. Welcome, everyone. Um, once again, we've watched another sports documentary based on whatever sports happened this week. So We've done it again. Um, a bit of housekeeping first, actually, Dil. Um The coaster quiz that took off Ooh. last week. Which was Do we actually have some entries? We had some entries. We had to do a draw. We had to do a, a prize draw and then, yeah. No, we didn't, did we? <laughs> yeah, I put did we? I, I put the two names into a hat. Can we reveal who the two names were? No, 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 because it we need oh, to okay. encourage people to 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 keep entered in the competition. This is gonna go week on week okay. now. I bought I bought a pack of six. So this will be the second one to you go. You still haven't sent one to me. No, do you do you want one? You need to yeah, just enter the quiz. <laughs> These are the answers you'd know. <laughs> um, well, I tried last week. I kept getting it wrong. You're the second name in the hat. <laughs> you didn't win. You didn't win. Um, so the winner was Stephen Curley of Manchester. So. Um, oh, hang on. He's your he's your brother-in-law. That's you're just keep keeping it within the family. He's also he, he's gonna. He's the one who suggested the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's perfect yeah well played Stephen well, Steve, you uh, should get Steve that Curley. in along bloody England 2022 probably like the one I sent to Cook he's I think it's like still another few weeks out for him to get that and he lives right, down Cook, there it's coming coming um, to you well we're, we're going to look forward when, what is the what is does the other person get anything um, just our condolences our condolences yeah I mean like sometimes I think like what do we get like the listeners are getting stuff we do all this not you, you know that's you know that's not how it works. I was mate. promised that this. <laughs> I was I was sure it was. Are we going to do another one? Should we just keep doing these until this, we run out of coasters? This podcast is communist Russia. <laughs> Everyone gets a fair share. It is. It is. It is. Uh, and I, oh, mate! We, I, I think if we didn't do another one, there'd be riots. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, the question this week. The question this week will be. So we'll do. So yeah, what what did Arthur's dad overcome an addiction to? Let's just do that one. Let's just pretty, we'll say that a few times. So what did Arthur's what dad do? overcome an addiction to? Is the question? Can we give Arthur's Arthur's dad's name. Um, Bo. Yeah, Bo. So what did Bo, Bo overcome an addiction to? Is that all right? Is that all right with you? Bo. Can we set with that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a bit. It's a bit. <laughs> it's a bit more somber compared to the answer last week of KFC. <laughs> Fun fact, it's not KFC. It's a repeat answer. <laughs> yeah, Bo. He loved his, he loved his fried chicken. He loves his fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, oh, all right, God. go ahead. So before this week, what, what's our documentary for next week, Dil? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, Cal, and I don't mean to, uh, I guess, bring the mood down after the laughs with uh, Bo and his KFC addiction, which isn't the answer. <laughs> but um, there's something that I wanted to bring to your attention and forgive me if I just read this out in probably a pretty 
uh, you know, direct and, oh. and monotone. Try, try and keep it light. Keep it light. Well, I don't think you can with this because <laughs> um, for those, and many would know, um, on Monday night, WWE Raw, uh, there was a nasty attack which occurred. Uh, yeah. Randy Orton, um, WWE superstar, disguised himself as a cleaner uh, and went into a clearly marked room called the Legends Lounge where the Nature Boy Ric Flair and fellow WWE champion Shawn Michaels, Big Show and Christian were sitting and enjoying a conversation. Uh, Randy Orton has then proceeded to put on night vision goggles (laughs) and turn off the lights in a brazen attack on Ric Flair, yes. Shawn Michaels, Big Show, and Christian. It's disgraceful. That's so as a result, uh, despite there being numerous sports on in the world, uh, tennis, um, French, French Open's Open. kicking off. That could have been a contender, by the way. We are going to stand in solidarity with Ric Flair. And yeah. as a result, next week we'll be watching The Nature Boy, which is Ric Flair's biopic. And oh, Cal, fantastic. we are bloody excited. Can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> If there was good, what, as soon as we noticed that we were going to shoe on this in some else, the tap is the fact he's been a, under a vicious attack. Um, that's perfect by us. We wish him well. We wish him a speedy recovery. Randy um, Orton, you'll get no, what's coming no, no. to you, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt next week on Monday Night oh, Raw. On Monday Night Raw. Hey, war, Raw is war, isn't that? <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. Every week it is. Let's get into this week. Uh, as always, you can get us on at Part Time Sport on Twitter and Instagram. You can watch us on YouTube. And send feedback and also read our reviews in a bit more detail via parttimesport.com. Give us a four-star review wherever you can. We don't like five stars. Um, we like four stars. You know, maybe jump on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever you Give can. Something four a review. stars, but yeah. Wherever yeah. you can. Just mention the brand and, and, and give just us a few us. stars. Yeah. But like we said, Cal, this week it is... Hoop Dreams. Hoop dreams. Uh, we're looking at the basketball. And the reason we've picked this documentary is because the NBA championship is being decided over the next week, Cal. Uh, who are the two teams that are in it? LA. So it's LA Lakers and Miami Heat. I mean, you've got you've got LeBron James. He's on LA Lakers, right? That's right. He's LA Lakers at the moment. So yeah, we thought with the finals coming up, we'll we'll go um we went down basketball lane. And um, yeah, we're watching what's what, apparently one of the greatest basketball documentaries that's ever been created. And to be honest, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, it's amazing. We have really, really enjoyed this one. Um, unlike uh, last week with Pacific Warriors, which was a great documentary, uh, yeah. but lacked direction. Yeah, narrative was Hang the thing that, we were missing. We didn't read, have much. That read like your high school report. <laughs> Back direction. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This this really hits home. This was released in 1994. Um, Steve James is the director, and it's said to have changed, yeah, documentaries forever. Um, and, yeah, it's now considered one of the greatest just general documentaries, not even basketball. It, it is, sport, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not even sport, yeah. So yeah, set it up for us, Cal. What is the documentary about? Well, it essentially follows the two lads through high school. So this is Arthur Agee and uh, William Gates. Oh, and it follows founder them. of founder of Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, the founder of Microsoft was um, <laughs> <laughs> goes to an all white high school from in the um, city from in the inner city. city. In York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it follows the two lads, and they're obviously very talented basketball players, and they're they're 
the how old did he do at the start? Maybe fourteen. Yeah, it must Maybe be 14-ish. like early high school. Um, because it's filmed over about five years. They said five years. They said, and uh, yeah, that's why this is like a three-hour uh, epic. Like it's a it's a it's a long documentary, but you don't feel it as you're watching it. By the way, no it's way. just it go it goes quick. Um, and you said like I, you read that it was meant to be a thirty-minute documentary, but they got so much to go off over the five years. Then yeah, it turned into this three-hour. This well, three-hour film, and yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's a bit going to a bit more deal about how the um the the story a bit more, I suppose, like that they're from inner city Chicago and the joining this this privileged school. Would you say inner like inner in city New York? I think the both boys end up going university more Chicago way, but inner city New York, mm-hmm. and they go out to Westchester, this high school, like well-known high school, St. Joseph's. So obviously just got a good basketball program and got a bit of money, but yeah, it's very different from where they grew up. So essentially, both of them are trying to want to play in the it NBA. Was, they got the dream. It was like a three-hour, a three-hour round trip for both the lads to go to get to um, school from inner city New York to this school St Joseph's and come back every day. So it was sort of, it's probably it was frowned upon at the time that these kids would be taken from the inner city out into um into this into this high school, but. And um, we'll we'll go into how successful it was, I suppose, as a program. Something on Red Kell, uh, it was actually this was one of the first feature films to be shot on video as opposed to film. So it was like late eighties that this started being created, mm. uh, early nineties, mm. and it, this was I think part of the reason it ended up was going to be thirty minutes and ended up being three hours because Steve James, the director, just had hundreds of hours of material, which was super interesting. Before we get into the real crux of it, we do probably need to clarify for any of our non-American listeners uh, or American background listeners, <laughs> yeah, the, ter- yeah, yeah. the terminology, because this gets <laughs> thrown around a fair bit. Uh, it was, um, yeah, I, I struggled with this. I had to look them all up. So maybe this is this can be a cheat sheet if you're just going to go and watch it now. Like, so um, there's, there's freshmen, which is thrown about, which is a first year, uh, like college students, I think. Yep. Um, or high sophomore. student. Yeah. Uh, well, high school, yeah. Same same for sophomore, which is the second year. So you're freshman, sophomore. And he kept saying that like um, um, the lads had made varsity or if you make varsity, then that means that you're in the principal team of your college team or uni yeah. team. So which um, stuff like the- that, they, they mention a few things that you're like, what? Oh, I'm just not familiar with the terminology, but like that's, that's good to know before you go into watching it basically. Yeah. And it, it's a good setup because when they both get to this St. Joseph's High School, William is on the varsity team and Arthur is on like the nice more still, kind of yeah. sophomore team. And so yeah. you, I, I went, oh, they're different ages. They're not. They're actually So same did age, I at the start. Yeah. Which and is interesting. It becomes apparent that, that they're it the does. same. They know each other basically like in the same age. Um, um, we, yeah. we, look, we won't go into, we'll try not to, because, you know, try and leave something uh, for, for um, listeners 100%, to watch when they jump. Yeah, it and there's plenty. Obviously, it's three hours. There's plenty in this. Um, but- We'll kind of see, we'll, we'll touch on like where they end up, you know, colleges and that type of thing. What are we going to go into first? Yeah. Like, okay. This um, is but the, the we'll measure of this podcast so far. <laughs> What's the first thing that we mentioned? Well, uh, we'll kind of leave you yeah, the, but there's lots of games and stuff in there, the results and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but what we really enjoyed is obviously, and always with us, we enjoy the lesser characters. Obviously, Arthur and William are fantastic, and we'll talk yeah. about them in a bit. But it's yeah. the, it's it's the peripherals that we love. 100%. And Cal, we're going to start with a man that we've already mentioned, which is Arthur's father, Bo. 
Yeah. It's not, there's nothing funny, really. It's not that funny, to be honest. It's, uh, yeah, Arthur's that. Go, go into Bo, sorry. So we start off, this sets up Bo. This is an early scene in the, in the, in the documentary, and Bo's talking to the camera about how he could have played pro ball. And, yeah. and his lovely yeah. wife, Sheila's just sitting there rolling her eyes. So yeah, 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 yeah. Bo's got this high expectations a, of himself. This is Arthur's moment as well. Like the camera crew are there for Arthur, obviously, like he's this protege. And um, yeah, Bo's just loving his moments in the line. I'm like, I gotta play pro ball. He's like, he's, he's proper he's proper into it. And, and Sheila's not having any of it. The missus um, just sitting there going, shut up. Jesus. Oh, Sheila. Sheila's my, um, my bright light in the documentary. I just loved her. She's fantastic. <laughs> Um, I just loved her. She's brilliant. Puts up with so much shit. Um, like because basically Arthur and Sheila go through uh, ups and downs. I'll say yes. that to the as least. as so. all relationships do. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, because like, there's a, there's a scene where Arthur's on the on the playground. He's just like you know shooting hoops or whatever, and, and Arthur's his dad Bo turns up. This is part of a split um, that they go into. But Arthur's dad turns up shirtless. Yeah, um, yeah, he's quite obviously just been selling drugs, and you know he's buying drugs on the on the street corner. He's shirtless. He's um he's waving a fifty about, isn't he? Is is ball? Just, and he's like, yeah, give me a, give me a go. He wants to play, basically. He wants to play ball. Well, and, Arthur, like, and Arthur's like going, Dad, watch this. Like, watch me do a layup. And then like he watches his dad's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, Dad's walks off like waving yeah, this fifty with mates. no shirt on, like over to the corner to. Buy crack cocaine. Um, so you can see there that Bo probably yeah. never had a chance to play pro ball. Um, I don't think so. And starts to be a bit of a detriment on the family. You find oh, out, God. start to find out he's obviously not a good father. He's not a good husband, um, which ultimately results um, in in Bo going away for a while, Kel. Yeah, he goes in, um, Arthur's dad. So the narrator tells us this. You know what's a good point? We didn't notice the narrator, which is, is that a good thing? Probably. Was it? It wasn't yeah. the same guy that did a Sunday in Hell, was it? Absolutely not. My God, he was he was the best of them all. All the narrators. He's the, if that'd be a different documentary if it was <laughs> longer, <laughs> um, even longer. Yeah, a lot longer even. Uh, so Arthur's dad, like they announced that Arthur's dad is now back in the family. He served seven months for burglary and overcame an addiction to crack cocaine. Um, and it cuts to Arthur singing in church. And he goes, um, he's singing like I've had my good days. <laughs> I've had my bad days, ups and downs, and uh, and like, <laughs> and then Sheila's just nodding, like very like, yeah, he has ups and downs. yeah, absolutely yes. Arthur's at uh, church just like this. He yeah, just walks just, out. He walks out of the church. He's not interested in dad. No, not. Really but it, it's like it's like, a, like a, a guy. You when you actually then see, there's obviously a fair few scenes in the movie where Bo's not being a bad person, uh, bad yeah, father, yeah, yeah, yeah. bad bad, and you're like, he's like. He's actually, he's just a loser, really. Like, in terms of, like, so. a lovable loser, not in terms of, like, get him out of here. He's just, yeah. like, a bit of a dork. <laughs> he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah, he is. Giggling away and and all this stuff. But it, it meets, meets the crescendo when Arthur grows up a bit. Again, this is shot over five years. Arthur grows up a bit and plays one-on-one ball with his dad. That mm. was, and, like, the family's watching. Oh, it was a bit tense. Yeah. That was one of the scariest scenes for me. They're like smack talking each other. Yeah. Like in each other's faces. All the family are watching, like all the friends or like everybody's there watching. I was nervous at that bit. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is a bit tense. I hope nothing happens, basically. <laughs> and everyone's just yelling at, uh, at Bo because he ends up 
losing and cracks the sets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gone out. And then, oh, like, like the, is it like his niece or something like oh, at the side know. or maybe his sister's like, make it rain, Bo, make it rain. <laughs> Taking the well, piss like, out of him. Screaming out, yeah, 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 he's getting really frustrated. Someone who loved that one-on-one loss more than anything was, of course, Arthur's mum, Sheila. Sheila's added up to her at this point. <laughs> <laughs> with two and a half hours into the documentary she's had it like he's he's been up and down he's done everything and but look Sheila like she puts up with so much shit throughout it she's it is impressive. she gets put on welfare she loses a job there's all these like she's like get to like her, her, best. Her, her payments cut at one point because Arthur yeah, turns a certain age like, yeah she's, Arthur's, she's like how am I meant to survive like on this this amount of week it's crazy and then she gets um, Arthur's best mate moves in the house yeah she like, just brings him point. in He's like, in Shannon. Because he's... He oh, Shannon. Bloody hell, Shannon. Oh, Shan. Shannon's a um, story in himself. But like, and, and they said, because Shannon's got a bad home going on. So we're looking yeah. and like, they were just spoken about how Arthur's house had been without like electricity because they couldn't pay the bills for Yeah, like, putting the torches, weeks. the lights on. Yeah. Like crazy. But then, but then like there's a lovely scene like, and this is the first bit of any documentary that we've watched that I got a bit emotional watching. And Arthur's mum um, graduates as a nurse. She gets like the highest grade and stuff. And I was like, yes, right. Like, that's so good. And she's at it. Like, it's actually showing Arthur struggling at school at the same point. <laughs> all, all like uh, Sheila's been through at work. It's class. Like she just graduates and she's crying and she's very, very proud of herself. And Did, did you get emotional like because, because you wanted to be a nurse? Yeah, because I failed. I failed my nurses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, nah, I was proud of it. I was I was really happy for it because they, they, they just put it through the ringers, the whole documentary. You're like, when's this woman going to catch a break? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it shows. It's just a stab. It was lovely. It was a lovely touch. So you can see this. We've talked about Arthur's parents. So Arthur is, like we said, he's on the, the lesser team of the two St. Joseph's High School teams that they yes. both get scouted to. He's then got the dad who isn't probably a great role model. His mum is a fantastic role model, but he's just trying to keep things together. Maybe it's worth to say this bit, Dill, that it, Arthur does get kicked out of St. Joe's at this bit because his mum and dad can't afford the payments. So like, yeah. at this point, he goes to, um, what's the school called? I'm sorry, Marshall, I can't remember. Marshall Metro. Marshall. Um, yeah, so we go, he leaves St. Joe's and goes to Marshall Metro, which is, it's basically a they're part of a public league. Now, mm. um, still in the same league as as William, I suppose, his team, but they would only meet in like the grand finals. They're not yeah. in the same uh, division. Downstate. So, uh, Arthur's left St. Jude. Exactly, yeah. downstate, yeah. So it brings us on to William, who has his own, you know, he, he's William's dad's not really around. He shows briefly. Makes an appearance, yeah. William's mum's trying her best to, again, you see the mothers in, uh, in kind of, I guess, these communities. Um, trying to keep the family together and they talk a lot about how if they don't keep their kids close that they will mm. be with Bo trying to buy crack cocaine um, yeah yeah but William has his brother Curtis <laughs> Curtis Curtis oh, is that Curtis. older brother a few quotes from Curtis um you know there's a scene early on where he's like training with William and he's like Curtis is talking to camera going like I bang him and I bruise him and I show him you know yeah. what life's like and you're like okay yeah okay Curtis yeah. is like making sure he's staying on the straight and narrow What's the age difference at this bit like oh. uh, William's 14 saying and Curtis is maybe hitting yeah. 20 he like. must be hitting 20 <laughs> like he would have he's already <laughs> been to college because yeah. he yeah, tells us yeah he, true he tells us that um, when it comes to basketball, he's a pro in his mind. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, this yeah. is where you start going, ah, oh, Curtis. Ah, oh, Curtis, mate. No, 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 no. Not I'm good. a pro in my mind, Curtis. I'm, Dan, I'll tell you what, I'm <laughs> shit at football. <laughs> <laughs> they said he's a, he was good but uncoachable. That was the quote, wasn't it? So like he was wanna, a good player, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, so so he went to the University of Central Florida, but he didn't get along with the coach and didn't finish college and stuff. And he just said like he used to um what did he say? I used to get locked up to in the in the community playing ball, but now you see him working as as security and uh, yeah. yeah. Eventually, you know, he gets fired from that. It's yeah. like this little thing where he's like and out throughout he's, you know, writing his brother about his performances and obviously like He's trying he's to live through his brother because yeah. he regrets all the decisions that he's made. So whilst William's dad's not there, he's got this much older brother just on his case the whole time. And like William has a few like, good quotes throughout. You felt that William was under a lot more pressure than Arthur somehow. Whereas like yeah. a, you'd think that Arthur would be, but William seems to feel the pressure a lot more. Which a lot we'll more get than to. Arthur. There's a lot of mirrored scenes in this. And Cal, you mentioned I like that. one yeah. leaving, leaving, like Arthur leaving. St. Joe's, we'll get into that because mm. I think that's a really, it's a great bit of the documentary. Um, there's a great scene. Let's finish on Curtis. There's a great scene of, it just says about how, it pretty much gives you the backstory of Curtis and how he could have made it big. <laughs> oh, God. And then it flashes. Yeah, it. This Cur- is tragic. Curtis, Curtis has put on a bit of a paunch, um, really let himself go <laughs> post-playing days. Hands on hips. He's walking to the local court, yeah. Hands on hips. He's like these kids slam dunking and then he goes and they've just put in the scene where he misses a layup. They've just... <laughs> this was the point where I was like, do do people like get recorded for documentaries, sports documentaries and go, yeah, I think I'm going to come out looking pretty good in this. Like I'll I get th- a good feature. Yeah. And then they watch it and go, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like... It's the way Curtis, he, he's definitely got an opinion of himself, like still all the way through oh. it. So he's probably thinking like, I'm cool. Like, I know what I'm doing. And yeah, he just comes out of it as looking like the the, the guy who lost everything and is living vicariously through his brother. Uh, he's always in the crowd watching him, isn't he? He's yeah. always in the crowd watching William and commenting like, no excuses. Um, Like he, he's he's unapologetic for William and, and it basically looks as though he's happy to be in that position where William does all the hard work yeah. and I'll comment on it with no repercussions at all. <laughs> but and William has someone else who rides him even even harder. Yeah. You, you cannot leave out like Coach Pingatore. Coach Pingatore, and we'll, we'll, we'll rip through this because I think Coach Pingatore's quotes is going to be a good bit of social media content. Can we just spend 20, 25, 30 minutes talking about Pingatore quotes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, unfortunately, Kellen, sad news. He died during last year, age 82. Ah, ah fair play. He has, a, he has a rich life. I don't, I, and this is unconfirmed, but it's suspected that a man dressed as a cleaner came into the Legends Lounge of the school <laughs> in night vision goggles and attacked him. Yeah, draw the parallels. No, I don't know who. That, no, who. I don't want to cast any aspersions. Anyway, <laughs> next week maybe we'll find out more. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, I thought Coach Pingatore, he's obviously, you Google him, he's a basketball, he's high school basketball legend. legend. Like he was a yeah. coach for like 75 years or something. Which, right, right, right. Considering he died at 82 means he started coaching and <laughs> seven so that's impressive in itself yeah that is impressive <laughs> but he was just a smug prick really he, he's um he's the old school coach 
I yeah. don't know how you get away with that now. Like the the when he's telling William off, I think he obviously sees a lot in William. Like, and that's yeah. William seems to be the one who the, the, he's more well known than Arthur. I think there's a lot of expectation on William. He's obviously a huge prodigy. There's um, Isaiah, Isaiah Thompson. Isaiah, is the, Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Thomas, is the, sorry. Is the NBA superstar who right. um, you know played in like the eighties, and he went in, to St. St. Joe's High School. Yes, so Coach Pingatore loves him, doesn't he, Kel? Yeah, he loves him. He's given William such a hard time. This is him. He's he's just going hot. Like he stops practice all the time, and it's obviously focusing on William the documentary, but it's just like always aimed at William. Hold it, that's bullshit. <laughs> Like just that like is crap. It. That is dog shit crap. <laughs> Gates oh. stinks. Gates, like all will the- you quit <laughs> crying like a baby? Then <laughs> he just gets him to start praying. It's like, yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and then he, and then praise, just praise, like straight yeah. after. Like I, I couldn't. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Screams but, at him, Hail Mary. <laughs> and this, but this is the thing. Like William's quite a. Arthur's probably a bit more lippy, and William's quite yeah, a William's quiet. quiet kid. And that's what Coach nice Pintora. If he if he if he mentioned Isaiah Thomas one more time, I, I tell you what, but oh, he's like yeah, Isaiah had the Isaiah like ki- killer instinct, and William doesn't have that. And it's like okay, yeah. So yeah, we I guess that's him. more today. Like coach him differently. Like there was bring out there was the a nice bit with Pingatori when um, he's reunited with Arthur, like later on in the documentary, like Arthur's playing for this team, and he um, they I just they just meet it. I think he's going to watch William. Is that right? The scout. That's person? right. Yeah, That's but I reckon right. he's yeah. just doing that because he he obviously, like we said, he cut Arthur from the school, and we'll get to how because, unfair that was. I reckon yeah, he just yeah. goes like, "Oh, I might get Arthur back, recruit him back for you know senior year." Because William's not working out. I, it's yeah. It, I don't know. I, I think he was. I reckon a lot of people would have a, a lot of good stuff to say about Pingatori if you did well. In his team, if your team's not doing well, I don't think he really cares about you. What, it's all about wonder, the the results. Wonder what Isaiah Thomas said about him. There's a That'd there's a great quote. Yeah. There's a great quote at the end where obviously Williams grown up a lot, um, and he's finishing school, and coach he's sitting down with Coach Pingatore in one of the more awkward scenes in the movie because William can see that he doesn't really like the coach. And um, the coach is like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do at college? And he goes, I'm going into communication so I know the right way to turn you down next time you call me. Yeah, boom. And it's like, uh, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like, he shows a lot. He laughs a little yeah. bit about it. No, you won't. No, you won't. Yeah, you'll, you'll, thank, you'll <laughs> thank me one day or something like that. He's saying, you're oh. like, oh, mate, no, like, no, you won't. There's, um, look, it's a, it's a bit about like the, the way the whole documentary is shot is just fantastic like the way they do the whole the narrative of it the way it is and yep. the mirrored scenes which you said we were going yes. to before like the way that um like because william's getting good grades at the start and like tuition becomes an issue and stuff like that which i'll I'll go into in a sec but linking back to pingatorius that like he just that's all he really cares about is that his grades and that's 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 all it is so william's like getting good grades and um then the the stra- probably the strangest bit of the documentary for me. One of, yeah. Is that so William's getting good grades and yeah, like oh he needs some help and stuff like that. William's sponsored by the president of Encyclopedia Britannica, um Pat- Patricia Weir. Which was just great 
just to see Encyclopedia Britannica just pop up. You're like, yeah. obviously now probably a defunct company. I don't know what it does Probably. I mean, Wikipedia probably taking over. Hasn't it? was just but like, they were a heavy hitter. They paid for his tuition personally. And yeah. like the, what, what, but that's not really... There's often still me and you, and that's the way our minds work, I reckon... Um, maybe we're not the best fit for this type of doc- this this type of podcast review and documentary. We want to know more about the obscure stuff. We're like, <laughs> why is Patricia Weir, president of Encyclopedia Britannica, involved? It doesn't go into it. She's just, well, of course, she is. That's what well, she's I think, there for. I think it starts to get insinuated because then the mirrored scene to this is it goes into Arthur's family. This is yes. still when he's at St. Joe's. Yeah. Arthur's family paying half his tuition. They can't afford it. They get behind in their payments. Eventually, the school asks them to pay like fifteen hundred mm-hmm. bucks. And yeah. then they just ask him to leave in the middle of the school year. So yeah. you get yeah. Sheila, who we love, saying, I thought yes. we'd get more help. Like, I thought in the contract, and they wouldn't know how to read these contracts the, and, like, big wordy yeah, documents. Yeah, the T's and C's, like, yeah, exactly. And they, they and did not know for sure. It becomes very clear, like we were saying, Arthur's not in the varsity team. They're going, Arthur's probably not going to be as good a prospect. Higher, so as high just- a ceiling as William. Yeah. As William, they've just like he's Arthur's the uncoachable one. Arthur's the Curtis, mm. um, is what they were saying. So they just went and look, William's got a bit more talent. So they essentially, it looks like both of them have intuition troubles. They go, Hey, Patricia Weir, friend of St. Joseph's, help out William Gates. Whereas yeah, Arthur is just like, Sorry, mate, 1500 bucks. Yeah, it was, it, and that like that's just like. It disrupted his whole education as well. Oh, so he has to leave in the middle of his school. Throw off. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Arthur, you just see you just see Arthur all the way through the documentary having such a, a rougher time than William. And it's probably just based on pure talent. If you boil it all down, like there's not much difference between the lads apart from talent. And like there's another minute scene which I just loved, which is that Arthur's with his his, his mate Shannon again, yeah. who's a Shannon's a, he ends up as a drug dealer, doesn't he, Shannon? I think so. Shannon does. Shannon does a stretch. Same cell that Bo. The Bo was. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. He do. He does some time. Shannon and like, but Arthur and Shannon are working a a pizza hut. Three three thirty five an hour. Plus tips and and plus tips. Yeah, that's fair. And then it shows William at the All American. It's like a Nike sponsored summer camp event, summer camp, and he's just eating pizza with all his buddies. Just yeah, the hundred best. Athletes, kind yeah, of like basketball yeah. players of the area, like Spike yeah, Lee's presenting, is, like crazy. It's a subtle, it's a subtle, um, like documentary technique that they do. But I probably only realised it about like yeah. in the last quarter, and I was like, the the mirroring these two lads so well, like the especially through the journey. You don't even pick it up, really. No, no. I guess because they because they thread in the family stuff in there as well, so it's not just these two, like we mentioned the other characters. But it, it's it happens again, like William. You know, is the prodigy, but then he starts having a few injuries. He ends up having issues yeah, with his right. knees, or yeah. his knee, and um, he has his he gets an injured, and he has his first surgery, and which is all just you know he's in the big MRI <clears throat> scans and that type of thing, and then they mirror that with like Arthur's family talking about food stamps, with yeah. Shannon sitting at the table who's not even right. Sheila's kid. Bo's not there; he's in prison. Yeah. Yeah. It then goes to William's second surgery, and his brother-in-law or someone connected with St. Joe's has got him. Yeah. 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 He's got him the same doctor that the Chicago Bulls use. So gone to like a better place again, all paid for by St. Joe's. And then Arthur's working through that scene where Bo's come back from jail. So it's like, it's a crazy, 
it's a crazy look back and forth. But you can see here, Williams getting all this pressure. He's got injury pressure. He's then got mm. pressure from obviously like Coca Torre and St. Joe's yeah. in the school to do mm. well. Like he's meant to be mm. next to Isaiah Thomas. Mm. He's going to be the next star. Yeah. And ultimately, it's like it's William that has the mental issues compared to Arthur, who's having a rougher time of it at home. It at just school that's not as good, and he's, it really he takes you on better. a journey. Like you, you follow the journey, and it's unexpected how they turn it around. So, like the one of the final minute scenes that we noticed was that like the, they're on a bus going to a really crucial game, like the, on William's bus. And Pingatori turns around and just goes like, uh, "Remember, like quiet on the bus, basically." And like, think, think about, about basketball. The game. Think about basketball. Think about your game today. And I want quiet. I want you to concentrate. So it show, and then it shows Arthur's bus in Marshall. Everyone's like the dancing. No one will sit down. It's loud. <laughs> they're playing, the singing. They're playing his cards. coach. Yeah, yeah. His coach. Yeah, his coach is like just you know just just play ball. You know yeah. he's, that coach is just like enjoy yourself. And it's quite clear that William is not enjoying himself in that school. And Arthur's now like the star player on this. He's now the big fish in a little pond. And yeah. he's he's loving it. He's thriving from it. Um, yeah. and, he, and it sees. And we said we won't get into the results and stuff of what happens to him in high yeah, school. Yeah, leave that, leave that if you want they, to see They it. both end up, they both like start playing again. Like William comes back from his injury. So then it's really interesting then to see, because like we were saying, they both want to make it to, they're playing in their high school leagues and they want to get to the ultimately... You get to like the final six. And down, they, down they, state. They, they keep saying downstate, which is, you know, playing for you, the champions of your region. So they're both, yeah. even though they're at different schools, gunning for that. So it's really interesting to see from these very, started on the same path, both took then different paths, um, even though they're from the same background and just what ends up happening. But something we will touch on, Cal, you mentioned, mentioned like emphasis on grades and, and all that. And obviously that's really throughout high school is building up for then their college mm applications and this was a bit yeah. where we were like wow recruitment of so sports intense. kids it's intense even Paz. back then like so even like it was what early 90s we're talking like early 90s yeah this, this was because um, we we got into a chat about this afterwards or the other night when we were like like you know it's obviously happening now where like just saying football and what i know like kids are getting recruited at six eight whatever but mm. it showed william william gates getting recruited by some of these universities the things that they came up with when he got to his hotel, there's his name in fake newspapers, just on the headline like Gates is X Y Z scores the winner. Scores yeah. the winner. Um, there's a promo like I don't know if it was a video. We just heard the audio, and they've basically got a commentator going Gates stood for the win. Like they've created like a fake like commentary of his name getting the winning mm. whatever, and. They're not even 18. As far as they showed the documentary, I don't think they're 18 at this point because Arthur's just having yeah. his 18th birthday. I'm like, these kids mm-hmm. are 17 and this is the... They're just being they're just being enticed in by these universities because there's so much money to be made off their name for That's those it. universities. It's insane. Yeah, so because because Williams at St. Joe's, like he's getting courted by the bigger university, got the 18,000-seater yeah. stadium out in, right. in Michigan, Marquette. Um Arthur's, I guess this is again probably a bit of a mirroring. Um, Arthur talks about how uh, drug dealers give him and Shannon, who's also good at basketball, yeah, 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 clothes, yeah. Uh, money to buy clothes because yeah. they think they'll make it pro. And that bit, it was just like, that was glossed over too. I'm like, is Arthur going to get killed by a drug dealer? Like, is Bo going to have to step in here? What's 
what's the go? So, but so mad like that. Just remember us, basically. Hey, we give you this money. How much pressure is that on our? Like the pressures are different, but like that's just that's just insane. Like imagine, yeah. imagine a drug dealer going, "Yeah, it is a hundred dollars. Go and get whatever you want." But um, look, this is basically a down payment for when you're in the NBA. <laughs> it's yeah. it's then depressing with Arthur because he's at Marshall Metro, you know, not considered a good school. So he's then getting looked at a bit less. Yeah. Um, so it's it starts to be like the junior colleges, so like the level below Marquette. There's this scene where this recruiter just keeps on saying to him, <laughs> us arts have got to stick together because his name's also Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's all he's Bo's got. like chuckling away in the background, <laughs> loving Bo's it. loving it. Bo's loving it. But how, how bad was the junior college tour that Arthur oh. goes on? Like- it's it just looks crap. Yeah, it's pretty depressing. It is um what was it that they said? Yeah, I think so. Like it just shows a corridor and there's is there like six rooms in this one corridor? It's disgusting. It just looks horrible. And it says there was a hilarious coach. It's like, look, there's seven black kids in this college and six of them six of them live in this basketball house. <laughs> it was like they had like a house out in like a field, it looked like away it was from just in the campus. Middle of nowhere. That was the basketball house. Tiny. I want to know who that who that one other you know African American kid so that, that didn't play basketball. Yeah. Did he just? Yeah, 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 yeah. What was he, what was he doing? What was he doing there. I know. Yeah, that would be so good to know who that was. Um, but yeah, look, genuinely, everybody, go and look at this documentary and watch it. Take the time to watch it because we can never do it justice on here. It's fantastic. It's such an insight as to a probably just lots of different issues like cultural issues recruitment in sports just kids the pressure that they're under it's classic gives you a whole new appreciation of any kids who makes it from no matter what type of pressures that they've got and then jump in and and give a google on how these two kids have turned out post this movie so you'll see what happens to them in the in hoop dreams and then what's happened to them post because that's also just an interesting yeah, interesting little 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 tale. First thing I did afterwards is that what you did, just like little Google. What are they doing now? That's the first thing I wanted to know. Well, I just wanted to know was if it? Coach Pingatore was dead. <laughs> Go ahead, let's get the honourable mentions. Yeah, let's do them. So my favourite one uh, when Arthur goes to Marshall Metro, so the local city, New York City high school, like pretty rough and ready not many oh, people uh, are graduating yeah. Yeah. uh it flashes to the sign out the front of the school and you know those classic american like out the front of like schools and churches yeah. and they've got the replaceable uh letters yeah uh, like to give a bit, you know, usually, you know signs, right? yeah. yeah 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 school dance tonight or you know happy <laughs> christmas or whatever this one just says stay in school just straight to the point <laughs> in it stay in school stay in school later on later on it changed to look, look can we just get to school on time and then, <laughs> an hour later, they're just lowering the bar. Just, just like, after that, just please come. Just turn up. Yeah, please. Do what kids. you want. Just we do what you care. want, but just come to school and turn <laughs> up. It's just like less and less and less and less. There was there was the things that we both pointed out like differently as well. The weird white guys, um, like who these are sort of a few of them pop up throughout the documentary and you you're like, what are your motives here? The one I the one I spotted straight away was when they're at that Nike All-America camp, the 100th yep. best athletes. Dick Vitale is a sports commentator, it says. Now, I don't know what Dick's been on before he gets on stage, but he's he's too hyped up for the event. Is like, he, do you reckon he's been, has he been hanging out with Bo backstage? 
And I can bow. Bow might have given him sort of just a little bit of a little bit of devil's dandruff before he goes on stage. Because Dick, Dick bursts on and goes, Oh, my mother, my mother, God bless her. She's in heaven today. And she said, This is America. And, <laughs> and he's like perspiring and like he's sweating and he's just ranting to these kids and they're all watching him going, like, I don't know what advice I'm meant to be getting here. Like, what's what are you the, telling us? Yeah. Can, we, we'll put one of these out, like whatever. What, the, there was another one that you spotted the uh, the teacher as well. So the oh, teacher man. at Marshall Metro, I think it's actually might even be summer school because Arthur has it's to summer school. Summer school. Right. And he's like, look, kids don't want to be here. They want to be outdoors. <laughs> and he's like, I try to like engage him in like some discussion to keep him interested. And it's like an English class that just flashes to him. And he's just like, they're all talking, all the kids. And he's yeah, trying to yell awesome. over them. And he's going, when you're out on a date, do you have to have sex? <laughs> None of these kids are listening to him. It just it reminded me of, you know, what is it, 40-year-old virgin where, you know, yeah, yeah. Steve Carell's just asking, is it true if you don't use it, you lose it? Like, <laughs> this teacher actually genuinely wants that question answered for him because he's got we've, a date. You know? we, we've always, always had those, te- like a substitute teacher who just like wants to be like, you know, down with the kids and they're like, yeah, you know. I'm and like, he's just sort of, he's perched on the edge. He's not sitting on the teacher's chair. He's sitting on the edge of the desk, you know, because like, he's... <laughs> He's a bit like down with the kids, so I think it was just just to get their attention. Do you have to have sex? It was, um, yeah, that was a really, really strange one. There was a final one of um, this. This was this was just an odd one to finish on. Um, he so William comes back from Marquette, and there's this like assistant coach, obviously Pingatore's assistant coach, equally as weird as Pingatore, and he just goes, he, he just he said something like, "Did you speak to any of the prominent?" black members at Marquette and William's like uh what he's like yeah. anyone who who minds the black community at the university yeah he's like and, it's yeah. like, and I mean you got to probably cast your mind back that this is early 90s and people obviously weren't as educated as we are now but you're sitting there going like what? William what? William's going like mate you, you you don't understand what you're saying you don't you can't you understand where we're going yeah. yeah it was dead awkward I like and he's just saying it like you know as if dead nothing's pen. happened. Yeah, dead, oh. dead pan. And you're like, oh, God, mate, no. It was outrageously yeah. awkward. So, yeah, there was a few. That was very, it was so, so awkward. Weird white men definitely feature. We'll put, might put that out in the socials. Um, Cal, as our, as our bit of our closer, did it make you like college sports more or less? You've always said you've been a, a bit more of a fan of the college sports in America than the, the pro ones. What did this yeah, do to your uh, impressions uh, uh, of it? No, hundred percent. Like it's it. Like I, I think I do. I, I love of of the American sports. I really appreciate the system of how it's college based. Was it NCAA? Yeah. Like so you got that for our football, basketball, and I, I love that system. And like it makes it so much more exciting. The crowds that they get for college games is to me, it's like really appealing. And then, but to think of the stuff that you've brought up in the past, like. The, the pressure on the kids just because their names on the back of a mm. shirt when they're 18 um, it is it's a bit of the downside but I love the system and yeah it makes me want to watch college basketball more than the NBA I think there's more narrative around there and I'm sure that I'd, I'd imagine I'd, I've never really looked into it but the games are probably as exciting because there's going to be a lot of mistakes yeah as well, the I think basketball is just I think basketball is just a good sport to watch um, yeah it's exciting Exciting. What about you? It makes you. This is. I guess this is like the precursor to a documentary like I Hate Christian Leitner, which really focuses on him being at yeah, yeah, Duke right. University 
being a big a big shot player at a big college and then what happens to him at that college and then post that. Obviously, we've done the, the episode on that, Kel, so for anyone who hasn't listened to that one, did you, jump back and have a listen. Did it cross your mind still about like the amount of luck involved oh, in like making yeah. it? Like just because I, I get the impression from watching it like William's injury is not without giving too much away, but William's injury is is it is mind his mindset changes. Yeah. Like everyone used to fear him and he was the guy. And and he gets a knee injury and like there's just so much luck well, involved. Gets, there's family life, get, there's talent. Yeah, gets there's, an injury and then doesn't really get doesn't seem to get help through it, um, which is the injury. I don't think so. Yeah. Kel, we've yeah. done well to condense a three hour documentary on, into uh, yeah. our usual time slot. We're we're going a bit over, but we're into what is our favourite part of any episode. And that is, of course, the features. For the employee of the week. Don't worry on that one, dipshit. Me, Naga. So we'll start with employee of the week. And Cal, I'm going to let you have this one because she was she yeah, was your favourite. I don't think... There's not there's not going to be any arguments if anyone watches it. I, I'd like to know your opinion, but it's it's Sheila. It's Arthur's mum. She puts up with both shit all the way through it. She carries that family... <laughs> Like Bo's in and out, Bo's singing in church, and then he's on he's on crack cocaine. Like Sheila, she graduates as a, as a nurse, a highest grade. Come on, how can we? Is there ever been a more deserving employee of the week that we've done so no, far? It was a very like, what of one what of ones have we given them was, to in the past? Let's think back. <laughs> let's not. Like, let's not. Who else has won this? this? Is now this has now become <laughs> you've made this into a prestigious award. Lucky, <laughs> lucky we've got the other two uh, on a performance plan and Friday drink sponsored by Sneaky Pete because. They, yeah. They're gonna. This this is well deserved by Sheila, uh, employee of the week. Uh, Cal on a performance plan. I think this one's pretty obvious. Uh, it's got to be our friend Bo, uh, Arthur's dad, <laughs> and William's big, <laughs> formerly good bro, Curtis. I think I think the one with, with Bo, like as you said, he's a lovable loser. With Curtis, you're a bit like, oh, he's just lazy and a bit. Yeah, I don't he, think we mentioned as well. Curtis ends up uh, employed, which is great. Uh, he's working at Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, right. Yeah, Patricia Weir gives him a job. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what happened after that because I don't think Encyclopedia oh, Britannica no. stayed as a profitable oh, business. No. Much no, no. Curtis is editing Wikipedia pages <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Curtis Gates, um, brother, yeah, of, but- brother of William. Uh, but our, our, our favourite and probably most debated one is. Friday Drinks, which of course, as always, is sponsored by Sneaky Pete, although he never ever contributes to the bar tab. Yeah, he's a, he's a less said about him, the better. This was tough. I mean... Friday Drinks, there's not many candidates, I really. Think- there's not many, no no standout. That you, you're not taking both for Friday <laughs> Drinks, there's no chance. Like, I'm not taking them out there. But um, I think I decided on, let's just go with the lads. Yeah. Let's go with, it's a good let's go with the Arthur and William and just catch up with them and see see what happens to them afterwards can, as well. I'd love, can, love to have a chat. Can we let them each bring a friend? <laughs> Why? Who would they bring? Who would they? Who's Arthur, Arthur bringing? Arthur's Arthur, bringing Shannon. Yeah. Shannon's just, yeah, 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 Shannon's yeah, just yeah. got out of the clink. So he's... Shannon's, Shannon's a bad... But like the way I saw Shannon throughout it, that was like a distraction for Arthur. Like so, like we wouldn't be able to get into their little banter, you know, like yeah. the way that they were like yeah. sort of the best mates. But then I feel like, well, but then William will bring Patricia Weir, <laughs> and she'll just keep everyone on the straight and narrow. I mean, yeah, she'll Patricia probably Weir. give she'll give Shannon a job. She'll sponsor Shannon. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. So it's the weirdest Friday drinks we've ever had that we've got the lads Shannon and Patricia Weir. <laughs> we might have we might have to go with Curtis and Bo. At least that'd be interesting. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. okay. A reminder of Cal's coaster question of the week. It is what did Arthur's dad overcome an addiction to? A few hints, just a few <laughs> hints throughout uh this episode. And congratulations to Stephen again on um you know, it's it, we've got to be because he suggested the documentary. Um, maybe we can't allow that again because he had prior knowledge. Rip, rip the, the coaster, rip the coaster in half. Yeah, in half. see how he gets it in pieces. <laughs> <laughs> You're next, yeah. written on it. Uh, let's finish it up. You can get us on at Part Time Sport on Twitter and Instagram. You can watch us on YouTube, and you can jump on our website to read our reviews. Parttimesport.com. Next week's Doco Cal is. We're going to do Nature Boy, the Ric Flair, after the vicious attack of by Randy Orton. It'll give him strength. Last week. This is this is red downhill. You know, we had some credibility, Dylan. We just about got some credibility. We got some good numbers, and now we're doing we're doing Nature Boy because nah, it'll be great. <laughs> he got attacked. I'm with you. No, I can't wait. And and as always, people, thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. And let your mates know about the podcast, especially if they're into basketball. And we've got loads of sports there now on our Instagram and the highlights that you can catch up with. And so, yeah, four star reviews as always. And if you watched it, let us know in parttimesport.com or on any of the socials. You'll find us. Something you want to say to me? Oh, is this? Yeah, I do this bit. Yeah, so, um, (laughs) yeah, so until next time, Dale. Stay part time. It's an absolute shambles, honest to God, the way we do this. (laughs)